Um, shit. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. What did I watch? Hold don't on. we got to do the intro? Yeah, I'm just thinking. Oh. oh. Friday in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. It is the first kickstart for April. God damn, it is. Yeah. I hope everybody's been enjoying our Golden Girl series. We've yeah, man. Very, we're very happy to be doing it. We figured, man, that's something we can do for 177 episodes since this is probably going to last that long. Yeah, 177 days of quarantine. We'll do a Golden Girls episode every yep. day. It's good. Yeah, but and then please. when we run out of Golden Girls, we'll move on to... Um, Golden Palace. We got to keep going. You got to continue the story of Sophia Blanche. I was going to say hot in Cleveland. <laughs> you got one more step after that because you got to do Golden Palace. And then because, you know, you got you only got B. Arthur for two episodes. So you only get Dorothy for two. Isn't it fake? Like if you're a purist, do you go? Do you go there? I'm that sure depends. there's a bunch of haters. I know. Well, I we, can, well, we can watch Empty Nest. We'll take, a, we'll take a poll on the last episode of Golden Girls. We can watch Empty Nest. You, hey. And you can always you always knew on Empty Nest when you watched it when Christy McNichols had another episode because she wouldn't be there. And then right. by episode I mean psychotic episode. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, there's no Christy McNichol. Oh, she must have been having a week. Oh, she was on her anti psychotics. <laughs> it's funny about her and the whole thing. I mean, my dad. I mean, I made the joke once, and I've, it's one of those times. There are those times where you've where you've done something or said something that just made your father completely lose his shit laughing his ass off. That was my moment where I'm like going, and when I said that and I go, Oh, look, no crazy McNichol. She must be off her meds again. And my dad lost it. My dad doesn't follow celebrity of any sort, but he knew enough about that because my dad's always been really, really fond of, you know, young actresses kind of growing up. Like when, cause you know, for her, when he sees the end, for him and seeing her in that playing Burt Reynolds' daughter, he I mean, he that's nostalgia for him. He he really right. isn't yeah, not enough to watch the TV show Family that she was on because he doesn't like the melodrama. <laughs> what about Little Darlings? And he can watch her and Tatum O'Neill. Yeah, I don't know. It was funny. He like I think he had a you know he really thought Tatum O'Neill was very talented. Obviously, Paper Moon because she like steals the movie and of course Bad News Bears. And she's like probably the more talented of the two of them. I think she's probably more. She just she has a better idea. She she acts beyond her years. That's that's obvious. And you knew. I mean, she's also just playing a grown up version of who she played in Paper Moon when you see Bad News Bears. Speaking of Bad News Bears, can you imagine trying to make that movie now? And I don't and I don't mean like the Billy Bob remake. I'm not talking about that. That's just, I mean, being, since we're talking about purism and stuff, relationship to, purity, I should say, relationship to, being loyal to the to the original or something. I don't know, oh, for, man. No, man. You can't make that movie. It's yeah. The, you, you, no. You, it can't because, first of all, it would offend, it would offend, too, too many people would take offense to it because right. nobody has a sense of humor anymore. No. Little kids swearing, showing their butts, 
taking a shit. You get the fat kid taking a shit. Engelbert. Right. And you couldn't put any of that in the movie now. You couldn't no. open the door on a chubby kid on the toilet eating fried chicken. No. And while he's taking a, a shit. Right. It's a. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it tonight. <laughs> the movie is so. I just great. forgot about all that shit. No, speaking of center field, did you see that Fogarty thing I sent you? I did. Did you see the, the Graham Nash one I sent you yesterday? That Rolling Stone no. apparently is doing like a whole like. No, I didn't see that. I didn't, yeah, there's I'll, a Graham Nash one. I'll, I, I thought I sent it to you yesterday. I know. I'll pick a peek. I'll, I'll look for it. Yeah, it's then, on but, YouTube. But I'll know to look for it because it's probably still on their page. Yeah, it's uh, it's Graham Nash singing uh, two songs from his apartment in uh, New York. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I think I don't think I'm wrong about this. Isn't Fogarty's like 73 or something like that, right? Close to it. Yeah, dude, he sings exactly in the same key he did in the 60s when he when he sang that song originally, and it's so. Well, it's funny, man. When I was a kid, I thought that um, I thought first of all, I thought. John Fogarty, I thought Creedence Clearwater, I thought the singer was black. Like I thought he was an older black dude. A lot of people did. Yeah, so I mean, it's funny that he does sound, you know, exactly the same. I saw yeah. him, I want to say, I took my dad to see him in Mellencamp in concert, like in 2010 or 2009. Sounds about right. Yeah, it was great. But that video was awesome. Oh yeah, dude, and he's just chilling out there. Just I mean, I'm 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 glad I, whoever it was that helped him set it up because he sounds so good. You know, the, the big difference uh, making it sound good or not is just make sure you just. I mean, if you record on a phone, like most newer phones would have done a pretty decent job. But I think somebody was there and had it. at least a decent shotgun mic or something because it definitely sounded like it was wasn't a it wasn't a. a a phone or an iPad or anything like that that captured No, him. no, no. They sent somebody out and recorded him for sure, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not out yet. At least at this point, maybe it'll come out later in the week. But uh, Joey and I started doing, uh, we took our midnight movie club and we took it to microphone after we got done watching John McTiernan's Predator for the first time. We started watching like a year ago and we got like an hour into it and we stopped because he, he fell asleep. It wasn't because he wasn't interested because, you know, it was like 1130 at night. So he crashed out. Right. He needs he needs to sleep to grow tall. <laughs> right. He's just even six foot now. For those of you keeping track of me, giving a Joey update. Yeah, he's six foot now. He's not even 13 and a half. So there you go. Um, I think I was just 5'11 at this point. I was 5'11 in seventh grade and never grew another fucking inch. <laughs> Well, and we ended up talking about that briefly in the episode about Kevin Peter Hall. Boom. Remember, it just came to me. About Kevin Peter Hall's growth in high school. And even after he graduated high school, he still grew another six inches to the seven foot three that we knew him as inside that Harry and the Henderson costume in the Predator and Predator 2 costume. So Joey wanted, Joey like right away, he said, can we watch the other one, the second one? I'm like, crap, I need to watch it again because I don't remember if it's, a straight ahead shot, even as it was, I still muted a joke in the movie because <laughs> you know the, the echo joke. Oh, yeah, <laughs> from Shane Black. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it was funny talking about that point now. Shane Black to him, and he doesn't know him, he knows sort of by name, but he wouldn't recognize him. And he's probably fairly unrecognizable to how he looks now. Those glasses really do him in as far as looking cool. Oh, yeah, dude. He looks... Uh, the, the Shane Black that's in Predator doesn't exist anymore. No. I don't think he... He, he stopped existing like halfway through 1990, the around the last Boy Scout. We didn't talk about this during the episode, I don't think, but he... Joey brought up the fact that he goes, I noticed that Arnold looks different at different parts of the movie. 
And I said to him, it's funny you say that <laughs> because everybody got this really bad stomach virus and everybody was sick. And that's why sometimes you'll see, you know, Arnold look like Arnold normally. And then sometimes you look like he's, you know, he's super skinny. because It's called so Montezuma's right. Revenge, Joey. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's like Montez- you need to get one of those special toys for Montezuma's Revenge or just has handles on the side of the bowl where you can just yeah. hold on. You hold on and you put your feet up. <laughs> Strap you in. And you sit Engelberg down with a bucket of chicken. <laughs> and you go to town. Speaking, since you brought that up earlier about chicken, and think about this something for, for a bit. How different the way food is cooked now you can get it and forget about all of those documentaries for a moment about how our food's processed or anything like that. Think about how there was less health guidelines for the way they made food. Oh yeah. Like if KFC, can you imagine how no wonder that stuff just tears through your system because of God knows what they were putting in the oil. Oh or yeah. Or if they ever changed the oil. <laughs> it's become a staple now. I mean, how Every long 6,000 miles. <laughs> How long we? How long is? How the, much chicken? What's the math between how many chickens does that equate to? Six thousand miles. <laughs> how many chicken wings? Well, uh, what was the other one? What was all the weird things? Speaking of chicken in the seventies. Oh, remember Pioneer Chicken? I Does do. Of course, I have a T-shirt, dude. I loved Pioneer Chicken, dude. Loved it. Their their breading was like the best. You know, their batter was the best. It was so different than everybody else's. There's one left, like down in Orange County. It's still open. Really? Yeah, uh, I can tell you. I want to say it's in La Habra or somewhere. Well, but I, I have a T-shirt from there. Mario got it for me. Really? I, dude, I, lo- I love. It's funny. The reason why I bring it up because there was a Mario. Back. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mario. You need to link it to us. Um, there was uh, link it to the show. <laughs> there was a rumor about. About a pioneer chicken that had a somebody found a rat in their bucket. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when? Uh, do you remember when OJ Simpson was the pitch man for Pioneer Chicken? Gosh, I'm gonna have to look that up. It's on YouTube. There's a commercial. Uh, yeah, Pup and Taco was huge for me when I was a kid, dude. And people were like, "Wait, what, was, what, what? What did they serve there?" Well, Pup and Taco, man. You get hot dogs, or you can, and you can get tacos. They're like. What? What kind of combination is that? I, that's pup and taco, damn it. Right, pup, like a hot dog, like a puppy. One of the last ones was still in existence, and it was in Dallas. And the only reason I know that is because I found it on Google Maps probably like eight years ago, nine years ago. It's gone now, but... What's the, what's the one that used to be down in Century City? Like right there, uh, you know, right off La Cienega, uh, that was shaped like a giant hot dog. Oh, the one that's a caddy corner to yeah, Be- the Beverly Center. Yeah, you see it in uh, Body Double. See it everywhere. You see it there. You see it in L.A. Story, which you don't ever watch. So, <laughs> Yeah, there's famous fucking photos of like Sigourney Weaver eating a hot dog in front of it. When did it close? I think it closed like 2000 or something. But I think someone told me that the... 2000, December 2006. San, San Vicente. Somebody told me that the the stand itself is in a warehouse like in Mar Vista, like the family, they moved the whole thing. Like it still exists. It's in a warehouse, man, down there next to the Ark of the Covenant. (laughs) (laughs) It's in a big box. The Nazis have fucking, we'll never see it again. Okay. Here's something we didn't talk about. Those fucking surf Nazis in Mar Vista. The second half 
of season four of Rick and Morty, the trailer dropped the last couple of days. I saw it. It looks so good. <laughs> I love the con of the the other five. <laughs> That's what it's right. so funny to call the other five. I'm so excited for it. And it was like, uh, and I had no idea the trailer was dropping because I've been trying trying to stay away from social media because you know, I'm happy not to have news anymore since I cut the cord some time ago, a year and a half yeah, ago, two years ago. Totally. But unfortunately, it's either you get people that hate movies on Twitter or it's coronavirus. <laughs> I'm like, like, know, dude, I'm living, man. I'm living that. I don't need a reminder of, and it also misinformation is running rampant as always. I'll pass on that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean. I feel like every time I turn the news on or I mean, I don't even turn the news on cause I don't have TV, but I, I can't look at, I'm kind of not looking at Twitter, man, just for that very same reason. It's like, I don't want to have to weed through like in a paranoid fucking uh, about what's true and what's not true. Right. So anyway, yeah. Rick and Morty. There's something else I was fairly excited about. Oh, the gentleman drops <laughs> next week. Yeah. The gentleman will be out on the seventh for digital. Uh, if you want to buy it and it won't be available until the 21st for rental. No, no, sorry. Talking about gentlemen's available now on digital. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's available then, now. And then you can buy the disc on Tuesday, right? No, what was it? You can, no, you can rent on Tuesday and then digital, you can rent digital and then you can buy the disc on the 21st. Ah, that's why I said I was tempted and then, but I decided I'm just going to wait it out. So, yeah, me too, man. I, I'm not, uh, that's it's it's something I know I like and I I want to own so, right. Um, that's what I'm doing, man. That's what I'm doing. If you haven't done so yet, and I'm by yet, I mean, have you seen Drop Zone recently? That's what we're covering next after, um, this Thursday's release of Terminal Velocity. Terminal Velocity. So Raptor. find yourself Drop Zone. If you already own it, kick ass. Guess what else? It's on Tubi and it's also on what was the other one? Oh, on- Crackle. Tubi and Crackle. I can't tell you, I can't speak for Crackle, but the Tubi transfer looks pretty good and it's in scope too. So there's a, that's a twofer. Yeah. Cause that's definitely a movie you need to see in scope. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, at first when I replied to you, I said, Oh, it looks really good. I was looking at my phone, but <laughs> my phone's a pretty high resolution screen. So if it looked good there, even it's going to look good in the 65 and it does, I pull it, came downstairs and look at Apple TV and it looks pretty good. Again, it's the same thing like we mentioned before with Pluto TV and those kinds. It's still the movie uncut. You just have to deal with sponsorships every once in a while, like commercial breaks. It usually only lasts like 30 seconds and then the show's back. I had to dig my DVD out, so I'm going to see what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> the comparison. Well, I don't think it'll be posted stamp because it's Warner Brothers. And I've never had any problem. I just watched The Matrix because I pulled out the DVD, I, even though I could have streamed it. I just felt like going old school. And the great thing about going old school is it is in scope on the DVD. Right. And the last time I watched it on Hulu, it was not. It was just yeah. 16 by 9, It's which I kind of was like, ah. Yeah. That's and I didn't you, like it as much. I was like, ah, that movie's lost. I've lost interest in that movie. But then yeah, watching it right. in scope, I was like, oh, this is why I like it. There's so much that's like that, too. And what's happening is services. Well, I usually don't see with Netflix, but Hulu is kind of notorious for that kind of thing. And Amazon is to a lesser extent. All they're doing is once they're getting the rights to stream this stuff from the studios, the studios are handing over an encode for them. Yep. 
and then that encode, generally speaking, is probably from the HBO or something like that, where it's just it's filling in sixteen by nine. But you're still losing, you're still losing image. You're still not, you're not seeing it. Right, you're not seeing the cinematic presentation. It's not pan and scan, but it also isn't. It wasn't shot the way it wasn't shown and displayed the way it was shot, which is the right. problem. Absolutely not. But drop zone, I started like watching. I I I stopped, had to stop myself because I didn't have time to watch it. But I was like going. Ugh. I got. To, I mean, I watched the whole opening and got to the part where they're in the hangar, kind of going over the black box. I'm like, all right, I gotta stop watching. It. <laughs> I know, man. I just watching the trailer. I was like, oh shit. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> I was trying to get out and go do stuff today, or not get out, but just you know, I had to fucking go to the god awful Lowe's. Lowe's. Which, oh, what a day. Uh, that's a story for another time, everyone. Uh, you say so because you said you were going to you wanted to vent. So nah, I'm over it. I don't need to vent anymore. Um, okay. a little scream therapy on the freeway. <laughs> well, that's helpful. It's like you just you just hang your head out the window like a dog. Have you noticed how many people are fucking driving around? Yeah, people are just driving and not go. They're not stopping anywhere. And that's fine. That's what I mean. That's what we've done a few times just to get out of the house. We'll go around, just we roll down the windows and just kind of get the breeze going. We come to lights, we roll up the window, just kind of like, I don't know if someone's going to hang out the window and sneeze. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I find weird about this whole thing is uh, walk, driving around. And I mean, I was doing it, I, I had my mask on while I was driving. <laughs> if you would have told me a year ago I could cruise <laughs> through the fucking shopping center at Golden Valley, cruise through the Target shopping center. With a mask on my face right. and and nobody would look at me weird, I would have been like, sure, dude. But <laughs> sure. hey, that's the world we live in now. That's that sounds like that sounds about something. Yeah, that sounds I accurate, mean I could right? drive through the parking lot like, like Bane and no one even looks at me twice. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not more theft, honestly. There's no more no, there's not many holdups that's going on. Because you know what, even even they don't want to get <laughs> possibly nobody getting wants sick. To touch anybody. No. Give me your money. Dude, that's another thing, too. I'm, somebody asked me, so didn't you say you had a bunch of cash? Why are you using your card? I said, because it only takes me like five seconds to wipe down wipe down my card after I get it back. You know, I, I get the, the Lysol wiped and wipe it down. Yep. Let it dry and put it away. I don't want to wipe down all the coins and all the bills that come back to me. See, exactly. I'm if it was an to... even 20 bucks or something like that, there you go. There's your 20. <laughs> yeah, keep it's it. Not, that's not how it works. I don't want it. Self checkout is like a godsend too. It's just going there, just do what you got to do, and then oh, yeah. get up out of there. It's been helpful too. It's like when you go in there and just a reminder to everybody too: don't be an asshole and take the wipes that are at your grocery store because you know, oh yeah, there's, wipe, right? there's wipes that are there for the carts for a lot of reasons, and that was just in general. That's just a general thing. That was be long before any of this shit. Costco's been doing it for like two or three years, and Trader most markets Joe's. do it. Yeah, more, and I, I get most markets do it, but don't don't be the asshole and take the whole thing. And just if you don't have any, oh, okay, but at least you can get go through the store and have your buying experience and not worry about am I getting cooties from these people? Just don't. I mean, you know, I gotta say though, overall, people are pretty okay, which is well, yeah. I don't. I feel like people are better. Yeah. <laughs> And that's Which what I mean. I, I, better, I think better is a better description than just saying okay. I know people. I know some people are a little, little aggro, and they're definitely tuned down a little bit. Um, fortunately, I haven't had to deal with a lot of those people. Um, it's just fine. But no, but I've noticed that people have been pretty polite, and it's it's funny. Like I don't wear a mask or anything when I'm out. But I'll tell you, uh, if 
you're going to get a smile out of me just, just because, because dude, we don't have enough smiles right now. Everybody's like panicky and stuff. I mean, I'm not even getting nervous smiles back. I'm not getting well, anything. I think that, uh, I think all that, I think everybody, I think everybody they're, they're about to enforce. Everybody has to wear masks if you're outside. Yeah. I think CDC. So. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. If it didn't happen today, which I think it may have happened today. I'm a person who, if I don't have to leave my house anyway, I don't ever want to leave the house. Um, so yeah, man, it's funny. We're back to the the cropping thing. Um, so at night, I've been kicking back, like, you know, late in the evening, like when I'm afraid, like, just to not, I turn the phone off and everything. I've been watching the Charlie Chan movies. I own all of them. Um, there's like five box sets. And I own all of them. When I worked at, when I worked at house, they're right. all put out by Fox. Right. So I bought volumes one through five. There's probably 40 movies. Cause some of them have two on each one. But the funny thing is they are, you know, they were made before there was widescreen. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're, they're shot in four by three, whatever. One, one, three, three, my TV for some reason, they're filled because it's set for 16 by nine. It's 16 by nines them. And it's weird because they don't really look squashed, but things do look weird. I'm like, is it pulling it, pulling the image out to the four corners? Yes. Or is it just pulling it? Or is it just pulling it vertically? No, it's pulling it out to the four corners. So it's almost it's doing a zoom of some kind. Yeah. It's weird. Huh? Cause I, I, I didn't really think about it two nights ago. Cause I think I've had too many edibles. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, and so, but last night I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Because I was watching Charlie Chan in Panama, wow. and I know it was one of the last ones with the with Sydney Taller. So, and I, but I know that it was not. You know, it was probably shot in forty four, forty five, maybe maybe forty eight. But still, it's one three three. And I was like, "What the hell?" And so I was trying to adjust it on my TV, and and it wouldn't let me set it back it's so weird because the other tv the one i tried to watch terminal velocity on won't do that (laughs) it's and one is one is a samsung six and one is a seven the seven would won't do that the six will take whatever you're watching and stretch it to the screen it's weird well there's there's one setting they both have even if you sent something to 16 by 9 that it does it does it passes the image it won't do a zoom or anything like that just maintains the postage stamping in this case, it would just keep it four three. Yeah. I got to go back and reset it. Cause it's weird trying to, it's weird looking at those movies in 16 by nine, because I know that's not what the aspect ratio is supposed to be. I'm really glad some of their, the newer TVs, like when we go, we're going to get our four. Well, let's put it this way. At this point I was going to get a new 4k TV. I said, Hey, in April, I'm going to get a new 4k TV. That was before all this shit happened. They also have like three or four user settings now. So, I can grab the movie setting and dial it into where I want it to be, getting rid of, you know, that stupid motion smoothing horse shit. Right. And then save it. But the newer ones are like, I mean, you, I can do that on this one now. I think I have two user settings, but now you can make it just throw it to the top of the list. So when you pull it up, you can see and, and you can call it whatever you want to call it. It doesn't say user one, user two. It actually says what you want to call it. Oh, which wow. is great. So like one will say movie CC and one will say sports CC. 
So the sports CC one I use when I'm playing video games or I'm watching sports because I want that I want that refresh rate being higher since I'm watching action sports or I'm playing games where I want to see that 60 frames. So that's good. But yeah, it's something. It's nothing worse than leaving on that setting or or just having because if you're if you have it motion smoothing on and you and, you, and a television commercial comes on where it's where it's a movie that was shot 2398. And now they're just doing the up convert to sixty. It still looks like a soap opera. And it looks really weird. Doesn't right. <laughs> it doesn't look right. No, no. There was something I was watching the other day, and I was like, "God damn, this looks like a soap opera, man!" And now I can't remember what it was because I was going to ask you about it. I can't remember what the hell it was. I walked the first time I had seen that motion smoothie on on the newer TVs was I walked into a Sam's Club and they, and they had uh, Avatar on. Okay, now you got a movie that already looks like a video game. So when you right. see it, in, when you saw it in that refresh, it was probably like a 120 refresh. So it was given to you. It was. It looks so weird. I'm like, uh. Can you imagine this movie was shot at 48, and this is they're on oh, that so weird. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, it's totally. It, it looks. I, I and people don't know better. <laughs> Obviously, there it is set up in the store. They don't know better. Right. I remember the first movie I ever saw. I, I was like, oh, what is going on here? It was. Uh, it was a Ben Stiller movie. I would have just turned I, it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was at Fry's. I just walked away. Oh, oh. that was a reality bites. <laughs> <laughs> reality bites. Yay. Uh, that, that's no, our it new, wasn't that's that, the, that That's our 2020 silver bullet for everything. <laughs> reality bites. Hey, you guys, wait till you hear the episode we did of reality bites. You're going to love it. You're, You're going to love it. As, as soon as we're done, Golden Girls, you'll hear it. Dude, the movie I sent you a few minutes ago, uh, the Certain Fury. <laughs> we have to cover that movie for the simple fact of, first of all, what it is. Secondly, not, not only does it have Tatum O'Neill and Christy McNichol, Certain Fury, it also was directed by Stephen Gyllenhaal. It's oh. Tatum O'Neill, Irene Cara, yeah. Nicholas Campbell from The Insiders. Right. Peter Fonda, come on! Oh, man. We can cover all our bases. So that's so that's Jake and that's Jake and Maggie's dad. Yeah, Damn. I think he directed the New Kids, which is another uh, movie I've seen a few times. You know, it's, I think Lori Loughlin and James New Spader. Kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was like a mid late eighties. Yeah, like eighty five, eighty seven, yeah, eighty five, eighty six. Yeah. 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 Kids move to a weird town, and then James Spader is a bully. Who plays Laurie's brother? Uh, it's not Eric Stoltz, oh. is who I always thought it was, but it's not him. I think it's the guy from Summer School. Oh, by the way, yeah, dude, that's directed by Sean S. Cunningham, dude. Which one, The New Kids? Yeah. Yeah, but I think Stephen Gyllenhaal wrote it, Yeah, right? he did. He did write it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right, because Spader's in it, dude. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Shannon Presby? Yes, that's him. Yeah. Shannon Presby. Now, was he in summer school? Is he the is he the good looking uh, guy who can't stay awake because he's working as a stripper at night? And the one that befriends the pregnant girl. Yeah. No, it's not him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I get the. I mean, I like I said for the longest time, I just made it Eric Stoltz in my mind. Oh, Eric Stoltz is in the new kids. Isn't it? Yeah, he doesn't play her brother. He's just. I think he's like the guy. He maybe he's the. I, I remember he was in it, but yeah, he's not the brother. Shannon Presby, Shannon Presby played uh, Eddie on Different Strokes. This this dude from Summer School, he looks like he do a, be standing for Elef, Oliphant. Um, wait, till you see this picture, dude? Oh Lord! Yeah. 
That's like the Santa Clarita diet version of uh, a. <laughs> that's elephant stunt double. Santa Clarita summer school. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Clarita summer school diet. So, so you guys out there, we're kind of bored in between watching movies and TV and stuff. Throw some recommendations at us for stuff to watch. I mean, we, you know, DM, yeah, man. And we we haven't gotten one DM since we started begging for them, and nobody gives us one. I mean, well, not even the, if we've covered a movie you've already given us, give us another one. Even yeah, you know, I mean, except for the you know the the Russian prostitutes that have you know started following us once in a while. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. But if you want to follow us on social media and you don't do it already, this is will give you, this will be your chance to DM us. You can follow Corey on Twitter at Corey Culp and at the official at Karate Pod, as well as Letterboxed as Corey underscore Culp, C-U-L-P. If you want to follow Freddie, you can follow me at Raven Shattuck on Twitter or Rock and Roll at 33 on your Instagram. Or you can follow me at Tom Cody on Letterboxd. That's Tom Cody, BR549 on Letterboxd. C-O-D-Y. C-O-D-Y. For those that that are spelling challenged. (laughs) For those of you who cannot spell Cody. Also, we we please give us more feedback too, especially on the Golden Girl stuff. We really, we want people to be a little more, we want to make sure people are enjoying it. And, you know, go back and watch them again. You know, as soon as you hear our episode, watch it. Because I think you'll dig it. Might make it better. Maybe. I know it always makes it better. Edibles. I'm just saying. (laughs) Just take a half of one so you know what's going on. Yeah, that's my plan. Don't take two. Oh, by the way, we're also still trying to work on getting um, some people to call in, but we're trying to work out the techno, the technological yeah. limitations. But but I think once we do, uh, yeah, we might be able to have some people on. So I'm excited about that. We'll keep you posted. Word. <laughs>